Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mail. Keep your customers coming back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Visit them online today at magemail.co. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo, a Magento hosting company. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting. We want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Finding a good Magento developer just got a whole lot easier. Visit them online at commercehero.io. Hello, mates, and welcome to Mage Talk episode. Oh, my word. What's the episode, <laughs> What's the episode number? I don't know. 113,000. <laughs> <000. laughs> Can we leave this in? Yeah, this let's leave it in. Yeah, I'm Philip. And I'm Kaylin. Oh, that's good hey, stuff. Hey, hey, what up? Dude, let me tell you what I'm. Let me tell you what I'm doing right now. Let me tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm working on my uh, my talk for Magento Imagine. Ah, I'm cool. super excited about it. I'm deep in it right now. Um, super and, deep. Yeah, it's it's uh, on compliance <laughs> and regulation, which is the world's least <laughs> sexy topic. Um, they keep roping you in for those compliance talks. You know what, though? This is less about PCI. It has very little to do with that at all. What kind of compliance are you talking about? We're talking compliance about the ADA compliance, which is the American Disability Act. And we're also talking about uh, COPPA, which is the Child Online and uh, Privacy and Protection Act. Um, okay. okay. And uh, so it's actually really exciting stuff. It's going to be really good, actually. I'm, I'm – uh, surprised at my own interest in the subject. Uh, you said actually twice already. So yeah, that's, sure. that's when you know that it's sort of offset each other, <laughs> that uh, it's not going to be interesting at all. What? You should stay away. <laughs> What's um, so the, the, the ADA, like wh- I think we talked about this before, but, What's the deal with that? Like, do you have to like, like what businesses does it affect exactly? Does everybody need it? You know what I mean? Does everybody need to be screen reader compatible and yeah, maybe all sorts of stuff. Compatible? Maybe you'll find out at my talk at Magento uh-huh. Imagine, April 3rd through 5th in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Did I tell you about the guy, um, the ALS survivor? Um, I heard a podcast about his uh, the American handle. League of Samurais. <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too. His name is Eric Valor. Uh, Twitter ha- handle is Surf Iving. Oh, okay, clever. Sure, kind of clever. Yeah. And I heard. I think it was a. Um, I think it was a TED. Might have been a TED Talk podcast. But anyway, mm. a, um, ALS survivor um, completely paralyzed. Everything other than his eyes are paralyzed. Oh wow! And really rough. But he used. And he was on a podcast. Um. um Actually, yeah, they talked about him, and then they also um, interviewed him. And the way that he responds is by uh, using, you know, a device. It's an eye track. It's like an eye tracking device that allows him to t- to type. Um, and then they did like a, t- a text to voice converter um, to you wow. know, t- to have audio for the podcast. Yeah, and just really incredible. He's he he's actually he's on Twitter. Oh, I just mentioned Twitter handle. I I like tweeted sure. him. He replied back. It totally blew my mind. And he's super active and doing research on ALS. And he's like really pretty intense. Um, anyway, so um, wow, just that's made cool. Me think of that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I you know what I the thing about uh, ADA compliance um, is is uh, businesses are kind of being bullied into it uh, because because it is a because it is an act meaning it's it is regulation in in the United States it is uh, there there is governing law around this it means that if you're not doing like if you reach a certain size of a company or if a certain section of the population could be adversely affected by your business's non compliance then you can be sued. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, there were, there have been many waves of lawsuits, uh, uh, across the nation since 1990, which is when the ADA was passed. Um, which is, which, you know, I, and I'll, I'll get into this deeper in my, in my actual talk and imagine, but, you know, nowadays with technology, it's as simple as firing up Google maps to sort of, you know, gauge whether a storefront has too, you know, narrow of a, a front door. And then you can be sued by some company who's really basically just, you know, trolling, 
Just uh, trying to make money. Yeah, trying to make money. Um, wow. Or law, law firms. And then they, you know, they have professional litigants or, uh, or you know, that, that kind of, you know, get in on these sort of class action lawsuits. It's, it's, it's a real shame that that's really what it's become. And it's kind of put a, a real damper from a, on a business perspective of, of the kinds of things that uh, they should be doing just out of the goodness of their own heart anyway. It's like, well, we'll do it when it becomes a problem. It sort of created this really weird balance of, you know, we only do exactly what we need to do and not really what we probably should be doing empathetically for, you know, the good of our customers. Mm -hmm, Um, But that mm -hmm. being said, you know, most people probably wouldn't do stuff unless the government required them to do it anyway. Um, So there's a lot of really interesting stuff to talk about there. You know, people are doing that now with websites too. Once websites get to a certain level, you know, they're being sued for, uh, you know, for accessibility uh, or inaccessibility uh, issues. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's sort of where we're, you know, becoming experts at this in e-commerce at something digital. And I'm really excited about, you know, telling about our experiences. So it'll be cool. I think, you know, for businesses, it can be a little bit of a bummer and it it can be a huge expense. And um, I think knowing how to navigate it and what to expect uh, and and sort of understanding the terms and what may or may not apply to you is is kind of key. So, yeah, sounds great, man. So, hey, check out Phil's Talk at Imagine. It's going to be a huge bummer. Speaking Um, of Imagine... (laughs) <laughs> Speaking <you>. of Imagine, <laughs> Woo, I'm really excited. We oh my it. gosh, this is this is this is totally nuts. This totally is nuts. This is totally nuts. It's Mark happening. Bell, we friggin' love you. We're gonna kiss you right on the face when we see you. Right on the face. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so he tweeted out. Actually, he heard on our last episode we were kind of talking about this idea, and he tweeted out that uh, he said each year ten people are nominated by employees to go to Imagine. And we're they're gonna will sponsor ten more in two thousand starting in two thousand eighteen. So not this year. Uh, nominated, yep. supported by the Magento community. Um, and and then his next follow up tweet was something like we're we're checking the office, we're sweeping the office to see if it's bugged. So which <laughs> which so I get they they must have already been planning this yeah. before we before we started know. harping on it. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, which is just awesome. So we'll you know who knows exactly how that's gonna flesh out. Um, maybe we can somehow be be involved in that process. Yeah. But that's uh, yeah, it'd be really great to uh, for us to you know help sort of evangelize that for people uh, to get the word out about uh, you know nominating some people to go to Imagine. I love uh, Magento Imagine, um, and I I love it so much. We're bringing I think eight new people this year. Uh, from something digital, which had never been before, who had never been before. Um, you know, what's what's kind of sh- a shame, though. You know is, what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, it's a real shame. They're not going to be able to attend pre-imagine. Oh, uh, we're going there? Yeah, we're going to go there. I'm going there because I'm feeling a little spicy, Kalen. You're going in? I'm going in for the count. You're going in. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it up. Yeah, so Karen Baker, uh, <laughs> who gets a mention on every single one of our episodes. <laughs> The infamous Karen Baker. She uh, she tweets out that uh, the other day that uh, companies bringing more than three people to imagine uh, pre-imagine, which is a, uh, the event that happens on the Sunday night before Imagine, uh, they need to get with the program and they need to sponsor pre-imagine because basically, you know, they can't afford all this. Um, yeah. And uh, you know who you are. Yeah, you know who you, you know are who is what she are. said. So I looked at myself, who we had nine coming, and I said, yeah, maybe that's us. Um, and so instead of us sponsoring, we, we took our ball and we went home. We, <laughs> we said, screw but you, you guys. But you were saying it's because you've already worked out your marketing budget like six months ago. You guys yeah. did your homework ahead of time. We, we did all of the work. Yeah. Like we, this, the, our marketing budget was, was estimated to be 30% higher than it was the year before. For yeah. 2017, we're already spending way more. You and know, we can't talk about the numbers, but you're, you guys are spending some serious money on. Yeah, this I mean, we we bring a lot of people to to Imagine. We, we're sponsoring Imagine. I think we're like gold partners, gold sponsors, whatever. I forget. Um, you know, we we're putting a good amount of money into this. Plus, we're also doing Shop Talk this year. We're doing IRCE. You know, we're we're going to be at uh, Shop.org. There's a lot of things going on. This is not our only event. And yeah. and then to kind of like. Not even three, four weeks, I'm sorry, not even six weeks out from the event to basically be kind of shaming American companies for not sponsoring pre-imagine. <laughs> like, just like, maybe just playing a little bit ahead of time next time. I don't stop, know. The, stop the American shame. Stop the, stop the insanity. Anyway, thanks to, no, but, uh, thanks to some really great agencies who have done 
who who see the value in it. They, um, you know, Space Forty Eight, I think, stepped up. Gene Commerce stepped up. Yep. Um, uh, you know, so a few really good agencies have kind of kicked in some money. You know, here's the thing. I know that Commerce Hero is sponsoring, right? Whoop whoop. And good for you. But I think that sponsoring Preimagine for Commerce Hero makes a lot more sense than it does for an agency because agencies are promoting what? They're promoting their services to what? Other agencies? Like, you have to know the audience that's going to be there. The people that get there a day before Imagine are right. usually, you know, people there for the hackathon, people there for, you know, to be there for specifically for Preimagine. I don't need yeah. to come in to Imagine two days early so I can be there for Preimagine. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, just you got to know the audience. So what you're saying is it's not a good sponsorship opportunity. I'm saying it's a great sponsorship opportunity if you're a host, if you're an email service provider, if you're, you know, if you do hosting, if you do, you know, if you have plugins uh, that you sell, if you're a technology partner. You step on so many toes. One of these days. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make a graph calling uh, <laughs> at number of toes, phyllisstepton.com, and it's just going nice. to be up and to the right. Oh, let me tell um, you about it. Oh, I had an idea a long time ago. Which is, this is so, so this is beside the point, but you know how I have a foot thing or I have an anti-foot thing. I, I was completely planning to mention that on the last episode and I, and I forgot to, but I'm please, really glad ahead. that you didn't. Yes. Let me, me allow me to elaborate. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm super into the idea of never, ever seeing feet again. That's a really <laughs> good idea for me. Um, so I got this really great idea about, I don't know, I want to say six, seven years ago. And um, I don't know if I still have it registered. I'm going to look up real, real quick. Um, so I had this idea. What if people take a pledge? Because I got tired of seeing people's stupid toes pointing at uh, <laughs> at the beach. You know, people take pictures uh, on Facebook or on Instagram of their toes looking at the beach every year, every it's summer, every, every summer. It's a trigger for me, right? Yeah. So yeah. I said, what if I do this? What if I go in with some companies like um, – what if I go in with some companies, I get some sponsorship, and I sort of create a, a pledge. And, and uh, so I registered footfreesummer.com. You're in, you're, you're, yes, I swear to God. My <laughs> idea was that you would, like, sign a pledge that you wouldn't post a, a single picture of your hot dog legs or of your stinking toes <laughs> on social media. And, and the social media would be monitored for the whole of the summer. If you made it all the way through the summer, then, you know, you got something kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Super weird, man. But, yeah. Hey, you're welcome. You do <laughs> – you do you. You do you. You do you. you, do. you, do you. <laughs> um, so I man. don't. I don't own that domain anymore. But uh, that's how much I hate feet, Kalen. That's really. That's really cool, man. I feel you know? pretty strongly about about not liking feet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? I imagine like in a cartoon, like you look at them and they like turn green. Oh, and like they start on. like oozing stuff out. <laughs> like they start like attack. Is that what you see? Like when you look at them? Thank you for listening just, like, to Mage Talk. We'd love for you to give us a five star on iTunes. This conversation's <laughs> over, Kalen. Uh, okay. So um, next up on the list now, in first the doc. Up, first up. First, first up. up. First up. First up. Is um, – no, did you see this e-commerce matrix.com? No. Uh, apparently not. I guess it was – I think it was put out uh, by uh, – I want to say it was put out by the guys at NP. Is it NPS? Um, I'll find it here as we're going. Uh, but anyway, but it's basically so ecommercemage.com. Let me find the right e-commerce solution for you. Um, and it it uh, it's basically I went through the form. It's basically like a seven-page form with like a ton of questions. Mm. Um, so you hit let's go. It's like a set. It's like a yeah. It's like a five step form with like a ton of really very specific. Like I, sometimes people ask, like, how do you you know how do you decide between one platform or another? I know we're getting a little going a little bit outside the. Uh, we're going a little bit off the. No, you say how do you here. how do you choose Magento above all else? That's what you're supposed to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah, the that's best, what you what's, what's the best way to decide if you need to use Magento CE versus EE? That's the only question you need to be thinking okay. about. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, yep. no, but so anyway, they have, you know, just just a lot of you can tell these are questions that come from a lot of like in the um uh, in, in what's the expression I'm looking for like day in day out of working with people and and so anyway there's some very specific questions what's your turnover sure, B two B B two C will you consider emerging maybe smaller just not yet well known solutions is it important to use open source so there's just a lot of cool what nice. is your build plus run budget for the next three years I don't even understand all these questions but they sound very do you know what that <laughs> means build I guess that means yeah building it plus managing 
managing it. Yeah, that's build and run. Yeah, build and manage. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's uh, if somebody said fifty thousand dollars there, right? They would for the next three years. Well, you know, typically the amount that you spend on a build is you should you kind of amortize that then also over the next like twenty four months. Right. That's usually about the the management. I mean, I mean, I'm not. Don't quote me on right. that, but that's usually right. about what it works out to be. Right. I love the answers here. So the options in this field are less than thirty. They don't even say thirty k or thirty grand or yeah. just less than thirty. Just like less that's than. just yeah. The assumptions just built in. Less than thirty. Less than a hundred. Um, so anyway, I I I I filled out the whole thing. I thought I was gonna. I just clicked a bunch of dummy things. Just wanted to get to the answer. But <laughs> then you then they then they send you to email. Um, but anyway, I, I just want to mention that I thought it was kind of uh, kind of cool. Okay. So what did you wind up with? Did you take a a sample? Did you kind of like pretend like you're a merchant looking for a platform? What did you wind up no, with? No, well, I did that for like the first eight questions, but then for the like subsequent like 59, I just started clicking randomly because I just wanted to see the results screen, but there's there's no results screen and I put in a fake email, so it, it, I didn't get anything. <laughs> so, so, of course, um, you didn't get anything. You ever use one of those like four minute email things? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I've never, what no. is that? I've never heard of that before. Oh, that's like, it's you, you go and you click like, give, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm that's sure there's cool. somebody out there who doesn't know what it is and I could explain it, but I'm not going to now because you're a jerk. <laughs> you can't, I was Okay. <laughs> it's like a temporary, it's like a throwaway email. Yeah, it's a throwaway email. Yeah. Throwaway email. It's a throwaway email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Um, I saw this other thing, which I thought was kind of dope, um, actually put out by Byte, uh, Byte NL, uh, hosting company out in the Netherlands, out in the Netherlands. <laughs> is no, that, that's not how they say is, it. Is that your Dutch that's, accent? That's, that's the best. It's like do, the guys. worst Dutch accent I've ever the, heard. The reason we do these accents is to, is to, is to, uh, prompt people to want to come on the show. Like I want, I still, I've been trying to get Willem, Willem de Groot on the show. Uh, yeah, for for like a hundred years. So I, I figure if we make fun of accents long enough, they'll come on just for no other reason than just to defend. We couldn't get him on with Eric because I know Eric uh, at Mage Mojo and uh, Willem uh, from uh, Byte and L didn't they announce a partnership not too long ago? You know they did. I was actually just talking to Eric the other day, and I was going to ask him to shoot it over. I I, I want to say it's called Magento Security Council or Mage yeah, Security like Council. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to Google it right now. Yeah, ma- yeah. Here we go. MageSec.org, uh, Mage Security Council. Um, and so looking, Eric, we got to have Eric on. It's ridiculous. He, he's, yeah, he's literally the only advertiser that's not like demanded an interview. Um, no, that's awesome. not true because we don't do that. I'm, Kaylin, I'm exaggerating. Remember? I'm exaggerating. We don't do that. That's we apparently we do not do that. that. We would never do that. Yeah. That's we, we're um, not about that. We're not about that life. <laughs> I love how we haven't had that, that conversation in the longest time. Yeah. Uh, cause, <laughs> cause we haven't had to, cause we have, thanks to the generous sponsorship. <laughs> From Mage Mojo and viewers like you. Your site faster or free, magemojo.com. Um, wow, you're really good at those, you know? I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I've been working on it. Do, so, do the Commerce Hero one. CommerceHero.io. Finding Magento Dollar just got a whole lot easier. CommerceHero.io. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, not your, I'm not your monkey, okay? I'm not your trained monkey to to, to, to jump and do your do Do, do monkey things. things. Do monkey <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your so, monkey to just do, you know, monkey things for you. Uh, so the the mission, uh, Major Security Council Amazing. promotes and facilitates, facilitates secure, secure Magento score, stores globally. Uh, the council's primary objective is to increase Magento's market share. The best way to do that is to improve the experience merchants have with Magento. Da, 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 da. So check it out. Da, 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 da. It literally says that. It says Magento. Da, 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 da. Wow. Right there. Right there. You on would the page. think that they'd have taken the rest of the time to just, you know, write really good content, <laughs> but they didn't. You'd think they would. You really would. You'd be you really wrong. Would. You really would. You'd be wrong. By the way, you know, it's funny because we're being really goofy about this and it's like, oh, uh, you know, but the whole no press is bad press. Remember how we were talking about. Oh my about, gosh. Yes. This is remember, the best story ever. <laughs> we were talking about Elevar yeah. and, and uh, I thought it was cool. You were like talking crap about it the whole time. They We referred them at, at least one customer, sent them like they, the guy actually ended up email emailing me um and uh was like hey man you know a bunch of people said they heard of us from you guys and, <laughs> and thanks for that and uh so I, you know what cool. you know what that tells me 
What? They did not listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, they just said, you know, yeah, exactly. Because they probably would. I was a little nervous when I first saw the email. I was like, uh-oh. If, if they had listened to that podcast, they, they would have uh, had a very different story altogether. They would have been like, hey, jerk. Hey, jerk face. Yeah. Um, hey, oh, yeah, jerk so- face McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's something people say. <laughs> Jerkface McGeewinkle. That's me. So, um. so anyway, the Byte NL thing. Uh, this is kind of – this is really cool actually. The, the, um, the link, it's in Dutch, so I Google translated it to English. That's how interested I was in this. Um, I don't know when this – so the, the tweet that I saw was at uh, El Gentos, um, Peter Yap's um, agency. El Gentos. Uh, is a today is a byte certified hypernode agency. Um, so I don't know how long they've had this. Uh, they actually have so so hypernode is what they call their hosting platform. Yep. and they actually have a certification for uh, for agencies. I hadn't known about this. I don't know if if this landed recently or if El Gento's just wow. got certified recently. Um, but uh, they, you know, it's for, so Bold Commerce, Cream, E-Difference, El Gento's Experience, a bunch of different guys, Media CT. Um, and so the way it works is that basically they say these agencies have demonstrated um, like proficiency that, and being good at security or something. Yeah, exactly. So develop and manage uh, shops with excellent performance. Um, and mm-hmm. it's funny, I'm reading this Google translated, so it's a little bit crazy. But basically, so they, because as a hosting company, they have, they can see if your sites are not patched and you're not patching them, right? They can see. Uh, what you're so they also said working with professional processes for development, deployment, and management. So they can see. I don't know exactly how they do this, but I'm assuming they can see if you're using good deployment processes, um, and you know, and then just generally knowing that you have you know extensive knowledge of of Magento. Um, so anyway, that was the first time I'd ever seen like the idea of a hosting company certifying agencies, um, and I thought it was super. Super interesting. That's kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing they said is that it's like a con- – it says uh, not a snapshot but a continuous quality assurance. So to obtain the certificate, there's, an, there's a rigorous audit initially. Um, but then uh, basically they're, they're checking this stuff on an ongoing basis. Like if you're not patching your stores quickly on an ongoing basis, I don't know if they kick you out or whatever. But hmm. apparently there's like an ongoing element to it. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. It's also a little creepy that, uh, you know, some hosting company is reading the stuff on, you know, in my servers and in my, uh, in my, you know, that, that's, that kind of, that worries me a little bit. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. For for a company so focused on security, they're not very focused on privacy. (laughs) Um, yeah, I lo- you realize the same exact pattern of every new thing I ever bring up. I'm like, this is cool. And you're like, yeah, it sucks. And then they get it. And then we refer them a bunch of customers. Yeah. So this is our magic sauce now. Is <laughs> we, this you is know, how we, we were going to be. We asked people to pay us so that we could mention their name on the show. But the way that we're actually making money <laughs> is by just crapping all over their products. So that's. <laughs> I actually think I was, you know, with like reviews and e-commerce reviews, like if they're, if all the reviews are good, people don't buy it. It's true. So there actually have to be some negative reviews. Yeah. So I, you I, probably because actually. Because I know that, yeah. I start, I don't trust the negative reviews anymore. I think, I think those are seeded too. <laughs> like they're. <laughs> is this a seeded negative review? This is review? a seeded negative review because it's, it's never like. This company stole my money. This company is worthless. I, you know, I had this conversation with this person and they did that wrong. It's always like this product didn't work for me. That's all yeah. it says. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right a little yeah. bit. I mean, you like, yeah, they, exactly. Like if they're like the negative review has to have something specific. It's like, oh, I bought this vacuum and it worked great, but it broke after three weeks. And then it was like, okay, I get it. Everybody else likes it because their vacuum didn't break. Um, yours broke after three weeks. So it's like, yeah, I get, I get it. I understand why you're not happy. I totally understand why you're not happy, but also maybe you should, uh, lay off the vacuuming every week. (laughs) Like who vacuums their carpet every week? Relax with the vacuuming. Um, that's great. Yeah. Do you buy a lot of vacuums online? Oh my gosh, dude. No, I don't. But we actually, our vacuum recently broke. So we got to get a new one. Uh, you know what I've, I've noticed 
people are strangely like attached to their vacuum cleaners. If you go online, oh yeah, and you're like, oh my vacuum cleaner, this or that, you will get 500 people's opinion of 500 different vacuum cleaners, and they're all the best, every one of them. Hmm. Doesn't matter which one it is. Yeah, buying a vacuum online seems very risky. Like, I, I mean, mean, do you I'm, go and try them out in the store first? That's a good point. I mean, you, you know, you got to feel it out. You got to check it out. You know, it's got to look solid. It's got to look robust, right? Am I right? It's got to have some different compartments. Uh, do you like pick it up and like do bicep curls with it a little bit yeah, to you, see what yeah, it's like? you got to do a few curls, you know, make sure you can't pick it up too easily. That's amazing. I guess you, you're right. You know who I would love to have on the show? Um, uh, I just connected with, again, uh, I, I, I knew him way back when, uh, uh, back in the day, but, uh, it's a guy from Charleston. His name is Justin Poole. He's, uh, he's at turn two. They're uh, a review company. They, yeah, they we talked about this last time. Oh yeah. Turn Did two we... tables in a microphone. Oh yeah. Turn... <laughs> uh, but they said, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, but I, I'd love to have, you know, someone that does ratings and reviews and understands the science behind it and sort of that like psychological component to it of like trust that you build by seeing reviews or negative reviews. I'd love to have somebody come on and talk about that. That's, I think that that's really cool. And I, I, I find it really hard. I answer a lot of RFPs um, mm. uh, in, in our business. Uh, people are always like, you know, they always ask, does your, does your e-commerce platform of choice provide ratings and reviews? And the answer is yes. Actually, Magento Enterprise does a really great job of it because you can configure a bunch of, you know, multifaceted reviews like, Mm-hmm. fit and you know style and wear and tear or whatever like you can rate a bunch of areas not just a five-star rating all across the board it's mm-hmm. very cool uh that functionality but it's it's kind of still not enough because magento is not a full-blown review platform like that's yep. not what it's supposed to do you got to have google rich snippets you got to yeah. have identity verification yep. Yep. yeah yeah and, and it's missing a bunch of that stuff and, uh, and, you know, as developers, we could layer that on, but most of us would just, you know, go to a, a third-party review platform. It's interesting that RFPs, like, they want the best e-commerce platform in the world, but they want it to be capable of doing a million things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to do it well. It just has to be capable. So mm-hmm. I kind of understand now why, how platforms can sort of become these weird, you know, really, it's like, they want you know, the box tickers. Yeah, it's a box like ticker. It's yeah. Ben like Stavely. Ben Stavely would say it's a mile wide and a skin skin deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gosh, it's so weird. That's and it's such a deep uh, industry. Like it's such a deep uh, area of our uh, of our corner of retail. That's really that's really weird. So like in this day and age, um, merchants like don't they already know that they want to use, they're going to want to use something like Yapo or one of these guys? No. Uh, I, you're saying that they, they just say, Hey, we want to have all this stuff. They say, our, we want platform. reviews. Does your, does your platform provide ratings and reviews and the ability to moderate them? Yes. Hmm. Done. Wow. Moving on. And it's, it's like, well, no, you guys, there's like a whole bunch of other reasons why. Um, yeah. Anyway. And then they just cover their ears and go, la, 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 la. Yeah. Is that going to cost me more money? Yes. No, I don't want that. Anyway. Right. Got it. (laughs) I love that. I bet you some people that I work with are listening to this (laughs) and they're like, yeah, Phil is such a jerk. I don't know. (laughs) Now we're going to have a counter for the number of toes stepped on as, as we proceed throughout the episode. Yeah. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. Triggered email can increase your revenue from 8 to even 12%. MageMail is easy and risk-free to try out, and it comes with a free concierge onboarding service. So all you have to do is sit back and watch the orders start to roll in. You can start your risk-free trial today at magemail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code-level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. 
I want you to try them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com slash magetalk for a special offer. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Have you ever had trouble finding a Magento developer, whether hiring in-house, looking for a freelancer, or trying to find an agency? We're solving exactly that problem by building a database of developers and agencies with rich profiles, including tags to indicate their specialties, projects they've worked on, endorsements from other developers, and ratings on work that's been completed. If you're interested in that, sign up for free at commercehero.io. Hey, we have a new segment. You ready for it? Okay, I'm ready. New segment. It's like extension of the week with slightly more self-promotion thrown into it. You mean entirely more (laughs) self-promotion. It's the Commerce Hero Project of the Week brought to you by (laughs) CommerceHero.io. If you need an extension and you need it fast, call Commerce Hero. (laughs) Yeah. That was so good. That was so good. No, I'm just gonna, you know, go through and find a, a project each week that's that's posted up. Oh, that's cool. Is, is this week's lizards and pumpkins? No, we, we did that last okay, time. Good, good, did, good, which good. you also talk crap about. Um, yeah, yeah I didn't drive any so, sales. I'll tell you that. Yeah, might. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to check with them. Um, but I actually, um, I actually, this is uh, from uh, Sergey Ivan uh, Ivanchenko, um, and it's the mastering Magento two video. So with pack, uh, pack, packed pub. Um, so he actually put together this kind of video course and, um, I took a quick peek at it. I actually, somebody was asking me, Hey, what's the best place to start for Magento two? And I know I've, I've, I've heard some things about Magento U stuff. Uh, you've asked this like 300 times too. <laughs> I think I just asked it once. Well, the thing is, is that the, the answer keeps changing, you know, cause like six months ago, it was a com- completely different answer. Than, right. That's true. And now, right. That's true. Um, but anyway, and I, and I actually did, I went, I popped in and I looked at the Magento. Have you done the Magento U, uh, uh, training stuff for Magento 2? I did a little bit of it. I haven't done the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I checked it out and I feel bad for talking, like being all negative about it, but it, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a little heavy. Like you get in there and there's like a lot of navigation and there's a lot like, it, it was just, it was kind of long and, 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 uh, I'm sure it's very thorough though. And I know a lot of people are, have, have been, have been using it. Uh, but this just seemed a little, like it seemed to get into the nuts and bolts a little bit faster. Um, and, uh, so thought that was, uh, thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I I haven't seen it myself. I'd like to pick up that video just to check it out. It's like entirely in PHP Storm, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. the first couple of screenshots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it just it's someone who if you've ever had that experience where you're coding like pair programming along with someone where mm-hmm. they're kind of driving and you're sitting in the like sidecar and you're kind of watching. Yeah. Um, this is like that. It's kind of yeah. fun. I love screencasts that aren't highly produced. Um, I actually, it's funny cause I just unsubscribed from Laracast today after two and a half years. No um, way. Yeah. I unsubscribed a little while back too. I, I just wasn't watching it anymore at all. Um, the problem that I have with Laracast and I love it. Are uh, you saying it's not like the Netflix for developers? <laughs> it is the Netflix for developers. <laughs> um, what, what I love about Laracast is that they're great bite-sized video. What I hate about Laracast is that they're bite-sized videos. I like, I, I kind of don't want it to be so quick and highly produced. It's like a little too fast. It's fun to watch. It's really hard to work alongside. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. You know? what, what do you mean to work alongside? Like if I'm going to have it open on another screen and watch it and I want to code alongside him. It makes mm-hmm. it, but he's like produced it so quickly that like entire code blocks appear and it's just like type, 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 type. And this is what it looks like and bang. And there it is. And now okay. in our next video, we're going to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Let me he, help you out. You ready? Yep. Okay. Yep. So there's a, there's this new feature. There's this new, there's this new feature available with, with video technology. It's called a pause. Button. <laughs> it's called a pause button. Yeah. That's annoying. So. What, I, what, what I like about this particular video series is it looks like it's a little slower paced and it kind of brings you up to speed on things. Obviously that it's Magento 2 focused is really important. Um, I also love that so many people recommended this after crapping on Pact for so very long. Like, oh, really? I've heard nothing but people poop on Pact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's yeah, true. I think I've heard. I think I've heard some of that. Um, I've heard a lot of Pact pooping, Kaylin. A lot of packed pooping. A lot of packed Did they offer pooping. you a book deal that you turned down? Is that what this is about? No. Oh, okay. 
cool. Yeah. All right. We shan't speak of things that never happened. <laughs> um, okay. Here, I have another que- last question. We'll okay. wrap this up. All okay. Right. Yeah. So on the topic of like screencast recording uh, uh, video and stuff like that, yeah, have you seen this thing? Like my buddy Aaron sent me a thing, uh, like a Twitch, you know, you've heard of Twitch TV. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, like yeah. Uh, live streaming uh, video games. Yeah. But so I guess people do live streaming of coding too. No way. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. He sent me this thing. It was like, are you serious? Yeah. 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 He sent me a thing. Um, it was like somebody like doing like three hours of like low level C programming or something like that. No way. And I watched it for about three minutes and then, and then gave up. Then you noped right out of that. Yeah. I noped way the heck out of it. Live stream coding. Yeah, dude, this is totally a thing. So, oh, there's also a, a, a site called Watch People Code. I think I listened to a, a podcast with the guy that's that does. Yeah, that. there's a guy called Watch Me Code. It's Derek Bailey. He has a um, the he he ran Lone Star PHP, I think, for a long time. He has a podcast. Yeah, Entreprogrammers. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about the idea of. Um, somebody like the idea of like a coding test, you know, sometimes you'll have developers do a coding test or whatever is part of the interview process or oh, hacker whatever. rank that exists. Hacker rank. Yeah. What's that? Oh, Sorry. that's a thing that lets, that's, that's a thing. A thing that yeah. Lets... It's like a, it's like a screen share platform for, you know, coding tests. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. It's um, really cool. That's super cool. But, but yeah, that's what I was going to, so then I was thinking like, would it be weird to have somebody in in the process of applying for a test, you know, because I'm not a huge, like, you know, with Upwork and systems like that, like you can hire somebody and it like records their screen, um, as a way to like, as a super big brother way of making sure they're actually working. You've, you've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. So I'm not a huge fan of that. I think that, you you know, you want to trust somebody, um, but, but I think, but I think like when I, when I saw it from the Twitch perspective of like, Hey, this is something that could be cool where it's not about you being big brother to death, but it's about you just kind of showing, you know, your coding style and, you know, like showing off some of your cool IDE tricks or, you know, whatever. And it just made me think about it from a different perspective. So I was thinking, so what do you think about that? Like, would that be cool to have somebody do that as a test? Like, Hey, Oh, I'm like commerce hour. hero for like a. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like a that. great idea. Yeah. In fact, you know, like wow. having you and I worked together on uh, at a hackathon in Madrid last year or year before last. Yeah. And um, and w- kind of sitting next to you while you code is actually really awesome because you have a very different approach to things. I would almost suggest that you could kind of live code some stuff, explain what you're doing. I was doing, thinking about doing that. And you should hawk, you know, Commerce Hero as you're doing it. Like. Hey, look, I'm look at what I'm doing. I'm doing this stuff. And, you know, maybe it would be cool. Like this would be the coolest thing ever. You'll never do this. But maybe as you, you could Twitch live stream you learning Magento 2. Like, Dang, that's a good idea, dude. And then you could Except record. I don't learn Magento you, 2 right now. Yeah, I'm just saying you could learn Magento 2. And, you know, as you're learning it, you're live, you're sort of live streaming your your knowledge progression and you could probably record it and package it up and sell it. Dude, that's a good idea. Somebody should take that and run with it. Somebody should take that and run with it. Somebody should take that and run. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) Magento 2. Wow. I can't believe you can't believe you like that idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Cool. Cool. This is uh this is where I turn the corner and I start liking everything you say. Yeah, I know you. you the past around. three years have just been warming up to this moment, and now I'm, now you, I'm finally here. You flipped the switch on me. Hey, let me talk uh, one last, last thing. thing. One last, last thing. thing okay? One last thing. And here's the thing. Okay, it's, here's it's the thing. on. Here's the thing. It's on extensions and stuff like. It's a post actually Brandon Falkowski wrote, and it's on. You know, it was like how to vet extensions. And I, I knew as I was thinking about this, I was like, you know, Phil's gonna say we've talked about this a billion times. It's so dumb, but. Then it occurred to me, you know, it's probably okay if we talk about how to vet extensions a hundred times, right? Because it's actually a pretty core part of what we do. You know what I mean? I was thinking about that. You're right. That, you know, so good because it's like every time I bring this up, it's like, oh, I feel bad bringing it up again. But it's like, you know, this is, this is kind of a big, big part of what we do. So we, it's big okay deal. if we t- talk about this every single episode for yeah. 45 minutes. Um, 
But anyway, I, I liked his approach to thinking about it because I was thinking a little bit about this recently and you know there were some tweets back and forth and then he fleshed it out in his uh, in his field manuals. He has these gravity department field manuals, which I really like love. Like knowledge base articles for a bunch of stuff, yeah. It's like a knowledge base, but the, his idea behind the field manual is like he compares it to like army field manuals where it's it's very practical um, and he kind of goes into specifics in some really cool ways. Um so uh, so he goes, he goes, look, here's how we evaluate Magento extensions. Number one is documentation. Uh, documentation is public before buying. Documentation is encyclopedic and empathetic to all skill levels. Uh, documentation goes above and beyond as the highest indicator of quality. The interesting thing about that, and then he goes on below and you'll see, you know, like in the, in the negligible indicators, he talks about testimonials are always full of rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> and I... I really like that because it unfortunately is kind of true. Like, and I'm a fan of testimonials. I mean, we have it on, on the site and everything, but it's kind of true that having really good documentation is kind of one of the best indicators of extension quality. And I hadn't really, just the way he's expressed this, I really like, I hadn't thought about it that way, but it just intuitively makes sense. Now I know the first thing you're going to say is just because there's good documentation doesn't mean there's business value there and there could be an extension. With and vice versa, like vice versa. I, I and, think, and vice versa, you know, a wealth of content can be an indicator, but it is not, it is, you know, it's not always an indicator that it's good, that it's a good, you know, that it's good third party module content or something. Maybe. I mean, and, and this is coming from, you know, developer. I mean, Brendan's more, obviously more than a developer. He helps a lot on the business side of things, but, you know, probably from a developer perspective, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking of an extension that has great documentation that, that isn't really valuable. At some point, there's just no point in writing a bunch of documentation if it's not, you know, out there doing things uh, in the yeah, world. But I, I would almost say like, you know, I don't know. There's there's a lot of AOE stuff that I use that it's on GitHub that doesn't have a wealth of documentation, right? Like I, it has a good README, but it doesn't have a wealth of documentation. Like That's true. How do you quantify yeah. that? You know. That's true. That's um, a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, some of the AOE extensions, they they have a good README. They just kind of work. You don't, you know. I, I mean, if it's a if it's a commercial extension, there probably needs to be more. And and if if AOE scheduler was a commercial extension, the feature set would have grown and grown and grown and grown over time to sure. the point where you know would need more. Um, and then after that, the next category is reputation. The maker's not anonymous. The real people making the product are identifiable to the Magento community. That's another thing that I I, I think of intuitively but I hadn't expressed like that before. Um, you know, we talk about some of these extension shops that churn out a lot of stuff. Quality might, you know, who knows exactly. When when the maker of the extension is is in the community, it's there is a level of accountability, I think, that if they do something weird or crappy, they know they're going to get called out on it. Um, you're going to call them out loading something in a loop and they're going to have to go fix it. Yeah, I got it. Um, you're, you're so not feeling this topic. No, I like the topic. I just don't know that I, it, it's hard for me to agree because I feel like that, you know, there, there are diamonds in the rough, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, Cataline, Cataline uh, SEO is a really good example of that. It's like, and I've done some work with, with Brendan on that, uh, particular module. I like that, that module. I think it's a great module. Um, I believe he actually mentions, yeah, he actually mentions them in one of his categories. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, these, these are just kind of rules of thumb. I think. There's, yeah, I get there's it. Some... I, I get it. And I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that that's, you know, he's, he's, he's wrong. He's probably right. Um, right. you know, he mentioned some other things too, in the post about, you know, a money back guarantee that I fully disagree with. Um, well then it's okay. So getting into the next category is the negligible indicators. So he says certification badges show competence, not necessarily excellence. Um, partner badges show size and willingness to pay to play. <laughs> this is somewhat controversial for us to say. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Magento makes it really difficult to get in the partner program and to maintain it. You, you don't even know. Like that's I can't that's even, li I literally cannot even talk about it. But the things that you have to do to maintain partner status, you know, in 2017, you cannot be, it is not pay to play. They won't even, they don't want to take your money. You know, they, that's, they, yeah, I have to say that because I have heard from a lot of people that are literally trying to get a hold of a salesperson and can't. And so that's a salesperson yeah. or a channel person, like a, 
a partner channel person. Uh, I'm, I might be conflating, conflating the, 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 the sale yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't, solution partnership yeah. stuff with the tech. Yeah, You're talking yeah, yeah. about tech, the tech partners. Well, technology. it's both. It's on, you know, there, there are metrics for technology partners. There's, there's metrics for solution partners. The point that I'm making is I think that Magento always wants to have a broad audience, but for a solution partner, you know, it may be at one point in time it was pay to play and there was no, you know, and there was little to no management of that area. And, you know, there were certain people who kind of always just fish leads to their buddies. Um, maybe it used to work that way. It certainly doesn't work that way today. It, it is, I can say with, with, uh, you know, with some, I can say with a lot of uh, authority that uh, the partnership programs at Magento are as strong as they've ever been. And that's because they make it really difficult. Like you have to work for it. Right. Um, that's fair. Yeah. So that's fair. I don't want to criticize the and, one and no, and sentence I mean, is, in, in his, in his. Well, and this is coming from the perspective of a consultant that's probably doing a lot of uh, uh, custom development themselves. So they, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, are, it's, the partnership would, you know, for, for Brendan wouldn't be. It, it wouldn't be right for Brendan, just like it wasn't right for, you know, Kimberly when she was red light blinking. Like uh, it's it's, you know, partner, right. partnership badges aren't just, you know, a sign of pay to play. It's it's a sign of, you know, you've met some criteria. And for Magento, that criteria is extremely it's it's pretty daunting these days. And and I would say, um, you know, it's it's making us really have to work for it. it used to be that you could sell two enterprise deals and then just kind of keep your status forever it's definitely not that way anymore. No, that's – yeah, that's you absolutely know? the case. I mean we got to give them their props for that because yeah. they've done a ton of stuff there. Yeah. Um, and then he says the thing you just said, is I going to go refund guarantees cost nothing to offer? They're worth as much, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> no, is – Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, yeah. I mean there are – you know, in, in the sense that if you're just selling an extension, you're yeah. not – you know, you are so – If it's a $1,500 extension, right – then, you know, maybe maybe having some sort of guarantee period or a support period that you could opt into, like I opt into support, you know, uh, or I opt out of, you know, a refund, uh, a full uh, refund because I'm not opting for support. I don't know. Like at that point, maybe I understand it. But a twenty nine dollar extension off the shelf that does very little, just expecting that that person should be able to give their money back for that. That's uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm back to hating everything again. Darn it! How did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? That was so quick. I'm uh, hangry. I mean, I'm hangry. Know, te- that's the problem. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Testimonials are always full of rainbows and unicorns, which you know there there's there's some of that. Um, I, I just what I think I liked was I think some of these things are in expressed things that that are, were in my head and just seeing them on paper uh, made sense. So it may just be the the world view, the, the way I see things is kind yeah. of an independent small fish maker. Um, but anyway, I just thought some of that was was uh, and then under deal breakers, it's got to pass code review or you commit to refactoring and it must be maintained by the maker, obviously. And by the way, what he, he ends up listing mage mail when we onboarded him, he found a bunch of stuff and I, and I had to, I had to fix it up. So that is definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely true. Um, and then the last thing he does, which I like is he goes, he has these four categories of extensions. Um, you know, he's got extensions he's been built himself. He's got trusted extensions, which are extensions he's implemented and recommends. Uh, he's got interesting extensions, which is ones that he's evaluated but not implemented yet. So the Catalan um, layered navigation is under that. Then he's got painful extensions, which is extensions implemented but had, you know, ran into some issues. And then he's got blacklisted extensions, which he actually doesn't have any listed under there. Um, but I, <laughs> I liked, you know, as I was thinking about how to allow people to review uh, extensions, you know, I like this structure because if, if, you know, if you've used something and you recommend it, that's a very strong signal. Uh, if something is interesting to you, you've seen it, you like it, it looks cool. That's, that's a cool signal, but it's not as strong as the first category. Um, and then if you are going to criticize something, put in the painful extensions, it's because you've used it. Um, and he also lists, lists very specific issues that the extension had at the code level. So now you're giving constructive uh, criticism that people can work with. Um, so I like that. And so anyway, I just liked, uh, the, the way that he, he categorized things. Nice. And, All right. and, and as always, Brendan gets, you know, a very loving mention on the show and we love you, Brendan. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish that 
I could produce the content that he produces. It's such a, you know, it's, it's really good and it has uh, such value. Um, yeah. I, totally. I yeah, kind I really of, I kind of just want to take, I just want to take this and sort of just, you know, point our team at it and be like, yo, we need to make this ourselves. Um, but, you know, I sort of have this, I, I have this, this sense that, you know, publishing a list of your like favorites is fine. Publishing a list of the ones that you hate the most, probably not okay. Um, but he does, he doesn't like have anything in the band, you know, in the blacklisted category. So I think I feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. I mean, I was assuming he probably does have some or else why would he have that category? But he, he was probably just being hesitant. You know, you want to be hesitant before you throw somebody in that category. And that's why I liked that he had the, the other cat, the painful category, which yeah. is not quite as bad. Um, but, but I do think it's important for us to, it's, you, you know, you want to be diplomatic. You want to be fair. We've talked about this a lot, but I, I do think it's important for people to talk about negative things because when they don't, then, you know, we end up with extensions that are very problematic. And, you know, it, if nobody wants to criticize them publicly, then the merchant's going to say, hey, it looks like it works, you know, do it. And then, you know, sometimes our friends, as they say, hey, look, you know, the client says to use it, so we got to use it. We don't have much say in it, even if we, you know, feel like there, there are issues with it. So yeah, I, I do think it's important to say things, but you got to say them in a way that's constructive um, and you know, you want to be polite about it. You know, you want to be, yeah, 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 yeah. And the, uh, what, what, uh, I would say is like, uh, things that, uh, yeah, build the community, not tear the community down. Totally. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And That's, on that note, and on that note, uh, thank you for building community with us for the past 45 minutes. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate your donations. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been listening to an NPR fun drive all week. Uh, it's been awful. Oh my we, you know what? I was thinking, should we do like a Patreon? Would would that would that be a thing that we could like exclusive content? It'd be just us fighting, like the whole time, just us yelling at each other and getting like political arguments. You think we could do that? <laughs> that sounds awesome, actually. I would totally pay for that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, really uh, want your feedback, as we always say. Uh, but I have a different way for you to provide us feedback. This time around, you ready? Tell them what it is. You Phil. ready? <laughs> I want you to write your cares on a rock and throw it in the ocean because <laughs> I don't want to hear it. No. Uh, if you go to magetalk.com and you click contact, you ready for this? This is so I'm different ready. for us. Go to magetalk.com, click contact. Boom, that email comes right to me and I'm going to get it. And I want to thank the team at Nordic Web Team for doing that this week because they reached out to us and uh, maybe cooking something up for uh, Meet Magento Sweden, but I'm not going to say whether that's actually happening yet. We don't know. Um, but some some people seem to find that a uh, good way to get some feedback to us, and they don't want to publish it live on the site. I'd love to, to hear from you, so uh, make sure to, to hit that up. But anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, have a great day. See ya. See ya.